Hi and welcome to the German Fußball Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Fjertoft, and we are back with another special episode on Bayern Munich. How could we not? As Thomas Tuchel took over Bayern Munich for their first training session yesterday, I mean, the international break, similar format to last time. We will hear from that from Tropical Valencia, giving his insight context into the mechanics leading into the sacking which we know of but further elaborating on it what this means for Nagelsmann what was the press conference like it was Oliver Khan Hassan Salihamidzic and of course Tuchel what was that com press conference like and now going in to these final games these season defining games what will that look like and so we will also hear from Torben Hoffman, Sky Sports news reporter, also former player who was there. Um, he gives us his insight in German. For anyone watching the video version, there will be subtitles. However, for the audio, I would look to explain with a quick uh, 15 second recap following that video. Before we do so, let's hear from Dad about Nagelsmann, Bayern, Tuchel, the whole lot. I guess when a high-profile coach or CEO or sport director gets fired, it's fascinating. Of course, not fascinating for the one involved, because the one involved in this case, Julian Nagelsmann, since he was 26, 27, has been seen as one of the future big wonder kid, uh, wonder kind. Uh, uh, how you say it, I've, I've used the phrase the Mozart of football of Julian Nagelsmann. So this is, of course, the first time he has had, well, resistance, like uh, bad press is, is a part of being a, a Bayern coach. But he did a fantastic job in Hoffenheim and then he went to Leipzig and managed to kind of develop their game. Uh, and Bayern bought him for... If you all add up, it's 25 million euro, and then you'll see now how, how they will find a solution for Arbe Leipzig, I guess, because he's only stayed for 21 months. That will be a bit less, as I do understand uh, the sources in, in Germany. But it's quite fascinating when you see the processes that's going on. I mean, I follow very closely the press conference uh, uh, with Oliver Kahn and Salahamidzic talking about Julian Nagelsmann before Thomas Tuchel came on the stage and you kind of felt they used a lot of words especially Oliver Kahn used a lot of words to kind of just say it didn't fit of, oh of course you have to say well 21 months ago he was the right man uh, President Heine said in an interview published on Monday that had been three days before he got fired, that this is a man for the future. But I guess if you see it from a Bayern point of view, you have the trust till you don't have the trust. So that's fair enough. So it's a, it's a quite interesting exercise what the Bayern management are doing when they, they kind of want to explain in a respectful way uh, why Julian Nagelsmann had to go. And of course, he didn't have to go. But I, I believe them. Uh, if you if you're at a, a big job like Bayern, there's just a certain few numbers of people who can take that job. 
I think Jurgen Klopp would have been on that list uh, had he been available, um, but he but he wasn't because you you just feel that you, uh, Jurgen Klopp wants to 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 get a great season uh, again for for Liverpool Football Club, and then Thomas Tuchel. A lot have been said that he he was living in the in the Munich region, but I, I don't I don't think that is a, has a big issue to it. But he he is a German. He understands Bayern. He has been at Dortmund. He's been at Mainz, and he showed at the PSG that he managed to uh, get stars play as a team, taking them to the Champions League final. And he also showed at Chelsea uh, that he could change around a team quite quick. So what, what is there to change around at Bayern? I think that is constant, that they, that they have games, they have games like PSG two times playing brilliantly, especially in Paris. Great, great game. The team was set up brilliantly by Julian Nagelsmann. The pressure, uh, the high pressure they had in that game, they so deserved to win it. So three or four halves, they were much, much better than the Star Wars or Star Ensemble of uh, PSG. So, but then they, then they have the game against Leverkusen, where Leverkusen game, where they didn't do anything for 80 minutes and they, they looked weakened and some other players out of touch. There's been a lot of, of said, things said about his dressing room and I always said that I don't think Julian Nagelsmann has lost the dressing room. I think that he never won it. Uh, it was a draw. So it was like, it was a, a, a matter of him not winning them over, but, but do you have to win them over? Well, that is another discussion. But the Manuel Neuer thing, and then the old pros, it was tend to, to kind of get rid of them, and so on and so on. So, so it was a difficult situation on that stage at the press conference on Friday, when Salah Hamidzic and Oliver Kahn wanted to, to show the world or explain to the world, because this was global news, of course, that uh, Julian Nagelsmann had to go. So for me, sometimes uh, Oliver Kahn used too many words, but having said that, I understand that it's very difficult because you have to keep the respect uh, for a man that has done well for them in terms of winning the Bundesliga. Yes, they were out against Villarreal in the Champions League last season, but this season they can still win the treble. There's a big chance that they will at least will win the double, winning the Bundesliga and uh, and the cup. So so I can understand Bayern that they felt that this was uh, hard. Having said that, when Thomas Tuchel went onto the stage, he was brilliant. He, he has his phrase, I'm super happy. I think that is a English-German uh, kind of slang that I use as well, where it, there's not my my uh, main languages, German and English, but super happy is like, then you are very, very happy. And he said that everywhere he's been. And Thomas Tuchel, not surprisingly, he did a great job on the stage saying what he wanted to do, managed to have the respect also to Julian Nagelsmann. Mind you, they, they started out when um, Tuchel was the coach in Augsburg for, for one of the youth teams. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann was one of the players there. He got injured and Thomas Tuchel said to him, uh, injured for life, he, could, he had to retire from football. And uh, Thomas Tuchel said to him, why don't you start coaching? Uh, and so he did. And like they say, the rest is history. He started off when he was 26, 27. So for Julian Nagelsmann, just to finish on him, there's been a lot of link to, to Tottenham uh, Hotspurs. Maybe that will happen, but it won't happen now as we saw Conte 
left the job uh, and they will make the final decision who will take them in a longer term in the summer. Maybe Julian Nagelsmann then got the two, three months off. I think that is a chance that he could take that job. I think that Tottenham could be tempting for him. We know his love for English football. We know the German football society's love for uh, English football. So I can see him uh, being one of the main candidates uh, going there. And a lot of people say yeah, he should go to Real Madrid. I, I think that's too early in terms of his reputation if they said he couldn't handle the stars at Bayern Munich. So yeah, I can see him being a hot, uh, super happy candidate for, uh, for Tottenham. As for Thomas Tuchel, as we, we see in, in, in this episode, we have a description or, or we have a report from his um, first training for them. So you expect him to go straight at it. He loves his conversations. He loves to, to, to create a team, but his demands are enormous, as they should be on this level. So I do expect Thomas Tuchel to, uh, to make and use all the time he can to get the team ready for Saturday, already against his former club, Borussia Dortmund, in their Klassiker. Uh, just on, I will end on the German uh, national team losing to Belgium. Lothar Matthäus said that the first 35 minutes is the worst he's ever seen in his football career. And Lothar Matthäus has had a long football career. What's that to do with Bayern? Well, a lot of Bayern players involved, of course. So. There's a job also for Thomas Tuchel to get them going again when they come back for, from their international duties. And then we can use another episode to discuss what is wrong with German football uh, or what is wrong with the German national team as they will now go all the time, one and a half year more or less, till the Euros which they have at home. Uh, meaning that they won't have any competitive games and that will also make some challenges for, for Hansi Flick. But uh, Fulkrug, he scored again. I, I guess that is six goals in, in six games. So at least they have a number nine who score goals. So as for now, this is uh, Jan Fjortoft for the German Fußball podcast. And I'm, as always, super, super happy. And that was Dad reporting about FC Hollywood. We say that is a is a well used cliche, but used with uh, with good reason. From the press conference as well, um, Oliver Kahn spoke about Leistungskontinuität, which is a performance continuity that at Bayern there can be no slips, uh, even with the three draws in a row following the the World Cup break. Um, it's it's not good enough, and so. Uh, they say that in order for for Bayern to continue their 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 aura, their their performances, they want to they don't want to find themselves in a crisis and then deal with it, but avert the crisis to begin with. And um, whether you deem that strategic, whether you deem that a bit shaky, in the sense that you brought in Nagelsmann for a long term project, the inevitable failures, call it what you may, setbacks will arrive, and then what? But they deemed it uh, absolutely necessary for for Tuchel to come over when he was when he was free. And uh, there's it's no bad appointment at all, Thomas Tuchel. He has a proven track record. He's proven track record with big profile players more so than Nagelsmann, purely because of experience, age, what have you. But let's hear from Torben Hoffman, who was there at the Bayern training session, to hear what uh, what he said about. The first training session with 
a few players missing from the international break, but even still, um, the energy, the type of uh, impressions he gave at Sebenestrasse. Ja, um kurz nach elf ist Thomas Tuchel das erste Mal auf den Rasen an der Sebener Straße und hat ja, mit einer dezimierten Truppe das erste Mal trainiert, hat noch ein paar Jungs von den U-Mannschaften und den Amateuren hochgeholt. Aber Cancelo war dabei, Thomas Müller, Leroy Sané, Schupomuting hat Teil des Mannschaftstrainings mitgemacht. Und was aufgefallen ist, Thomas Tuchel sehr akribisch, ne? sehr agil, sehr gestikulierend. Ähm, auf dem Trainingsplatz dabei gewesen. Selbst bei einfachen Passübungen hat er schon immer wieder ja, mit den Händen gewirbelt, hat aufgezeigt, wie der Pass gespielt werden soll, muss. Also schon sehr engagiert bei seinem ersten Trainingsauftritt. Und was dann im Endeffekt gleich auffällig war, das kennt man ja auch von seinen Stationen zuvor, ob in der Bundesliga Mainz, Dortmund oder auch bei Paris oder Chelsea, sein abgestecktes äh, diamantenförmiges Feld, äh, wo er dann so ein bisschen, ja, schon eine kleine taktische Vorgabe bei der Spielform gemacht hat, so wie er letztendlich auch spielen lassen möchte. Also das ist so ein Trainingsinhalt, den man ja schon des Öfteren bei Thomas Tuchel gesehen hat. Und äh, was dann noch ähm, ganz auffällig war, dass er nach dem Training noch eine ganze Weile mit Leroy Sané auf dem Trainingsplatz ein Einzelgespräch geführt hat. Die haben so sieben, acht Minuten zusammengestanden, haben sich dort unterhalten. Thomas Tuchel hat ja angekündigt, dass er gerade auch so in den ersten Tagen nochmal reinhorchen will, bei den Spielern mal so ein bisschen ein Gefühl für die Situation zu bekommen, warum vielleicht auch der ein oder andere Spieler nicht ganz so performt hat. Also knappe Stunde war mit der Mannschaft auf dem Trainingsplatz und ist danach dann wieder rein nach dem Einzelgespräch mit Leroy Sané und ähm, hat das Training am Mittwoch auf 15.30 Uhr auf den Nachmittag gelegt. Das auch ganz bewusst, keine Vormittagseinheit, sondern erst am Nachmittag in der Hoffnung, dass der ein oder andere Nationalspieler mit dabei ist, also dass er da schon wieder einen kleinen Tag gewinnen kann. Die Franzosen haben am Montag gespielt, also da die Hoffnung, dass der ein oder andere Nationalspieler schon wieder mit dabei ist. Ne? Also um mal reinzuhorchen bei den Spielern, auch mit denen sicherlich das ein oder andere Gespräch zu führen. Vielleicht ist auch einer der deutschen Nationalspieler mit dabei, die zwar erst am Dienstagabend spielen, aber dann vielleicht schon nachts zurückreisen werden und dann zumindest mal bei der Sitzung dabei sind, äh, ja, sind. Und dass man sich auch erstmal ein bisschen kennenlernt, ein paar Gespräche führt. Also... Thomas Tuchel überlässt da nichts im Zufall und versucht bis zum Spiel am Samstag gegen den BVB äh, ja, möglichst viel Input geben zu können und mal mit dem einen oder anderen äh, Spieler dann entsprechend zu reden. Das war Sportsfreund Torben Hoffmann von Sky Sport News. Mein lieber Freund Jan Age, liebe Grüße aus München. That was Torben Hoffmann giving his report on Thomas Tuchel's first training session. For anyone who's listening to audio, he spoke of a man that was engaged. He was committed, active in the training session. There were a uh, few players from the reserve and youth team with Chopo Moteng, Thomas Miller, um, Cancelo, Leroy Sane, and especially Leroy Sane, who we, we spoke with for, for seven, eight minutes and who he has uh, who is deemed a critical player, a key player he will look to play back on the wing. Instead of playing him to central, he's, of course, not with the German national team. Perhaps a, a little uh, strategic move by Hansi Flick, who was testing out some, some new players. Um, and now they go into their Glasgow. Thomas Tuchel will come in with his own ideas, but also as much of a 
leader is, and, and, and dad alluded to that on the previous episode, but being a Bayern coach is not only about picking the right team and the right tactics, but it's also about almost acting like a, a statesman, being a being a, a representative, but as part of a leader, also the, the psychological element. Why are things not working? Why are things working better than others, etc.? So it will be interesting to see the impact Thomas Tuchel will have on the Bayern team. Uh, not all too many training sessions before they go into these games against Freiburg, Dortmund, Manchester City. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but we will, of course, be back. And before we end, our favorite, Nico Fulkrug. Yes, he has scored six goals in six games for Germany. As they look ahead to the Euro 2024, will he be the answer? Perhaps when you score goals like that and good old number nines, they, of course, don't go out of fashion. Some certain man, being my father, told me that. So thank you for joining us. And then we will be back following this weekend in which what will be, regardless, a significant game in the title race for the Bundesliga. Auf Wiedersehen.